0: It's time for the you're now you're, now, you're, now, you're, you're now tuned into the most unpredictable podcast on the worldwide web. It's about to shut, it. shut it. It's, it's it. loud hosted by Karen Hell. Hey, on any platform, you are not, You are locked in yeah. you know it. Is. get ready to, and get ready to, try it's, to it's Karen Hall live on Said Loud Radio on your favorite internet platform streaming live
1: it is another episode of Say It loud and today in my hot seat is the host of bet the house podcast mr big smash welcome mr big smash how you doing
0: can't complain man i'm i'm living i'm living yeah so, yeah you know, i wanted best part, best part. yeah well we, we we hanging in there right facts definitely we're hanging in there
1: i think that's the important thing um i want you to tell everybody a little bit about bet the house podcast let's start there so they get Uh, to know who you are
0: podcast is a podcast where we say what we feel when we want how we want we don't put ourselves in a box bet the house is a podcast where you can be yourself we're gonna have fun we're gonna talk shit but we also gonna keep it real and you know that's that's just been the basis of it. But the house is like the Wi-Fi connection to everything else that I'm doing. I got a bunch of shows, got a bunch of things I'm doing. Damn near something every day of the week. So um, I wanted my podcast to be a hot spot to what we're doing, and we're just all about having fun. We're gonna talk our shit, but it's gonna make you think at the same time. So what are the other stuff you doing? Because now I'm curious uh well i got a music i got a music podcast um mm-hmm. i do the bet the house top 50 that's where i uh rank my top 50 podcasts of the week uh we got the bet the house podcast awards coming up yay um yeah i want to do awards for us you know right. for us every all these other awards be a bunch of, you know, they try to keep us out. So my podcast Wars is gonna be for us. We're gonna celebrate us, everybody as a whole, as the world, not just one race, two races, the whole world. So we're putting that together. Uh Thursdays, I got my Measure Men show. It's me, uh Jay from the cognac room, Morio and uh Arse. We do a show specifically with men in mind. We speak our thoughts from a man's perspective. And then, uh, we also got the podcast debates instead of versus battles for the music, we have podcast versus battles where me and another podcaster, or not even just me, we will debate, we'll go back and forth and we'll, we'll, you know, it's like a versus battle, but it's for podcasts. So, and then the last thing I'm really doing is I'm working on my, uh, my web series. Uh, it was gonna be a visual web series, but for season one, we're gonna make it an audio web series. So you might hear some familiar podcasters come through and play some roles. It's gonna be real dope how we doing it. So um, I kind of wanted to have it like The Wire and Family yeah. Matters mixed together. I want to have that street gritty, but it's also for the family. So, so I got I got ideas. I'm, yeah, I've you moved. got a lot of ideas. You sound like me.
1: <laughs> you got a lot of ideas. I um, I do some of the similar things, but I'm intrigued by your podcast awards. Yeah. I think, um, because, like you said, there seems to be a lot of podcasters and a whole community of podcasters but for some reason it's just like we all stuck in the same circle there's we you know it's 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 almost like if you on you on but if you're not on you just stay not on and then it's just like you're trying to lift each other up and you're doing the work but yet you're just not you know you're not getting and then it's hard for me i be hating I ain't gonna lie, Big Smash. I be hating because I be like, "Yo, that's the same guest I w- I was gonna have on." Or I tried out. Was- you know,
0: you know, yeah. you know. I always say this. I had to take a break from from collabs. I took it to like a two week break from collabs because my whole season is based off collabs. Mm-hmm. It was like, "Yo, I, I'm dope. I don't really need collabs to be dope." But I right. like, you know, um, my thing was they they <laughs> one of my homies was like, man, you, you, you really are, you like a little podcast thought out here. And I was like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. They was out here treating me like a $40 thought. Like every, I was on everybody's show. I'm on everybody's right. podcast. Who's All who right. I'm, I'm on it. So I was like, yeah, y'all kind of cheat me like a little cheat date out here, man. So I gotta, <laughs> you know, I gotta pick and choose who I'm affiliate with. I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't want to be a hood thought. I want to yeah. go. If I'm gonna be a thought, I wanna be a thought out here in the world for the podcast yeah. community. Yeah. So um I I got tired of the same collabs and we work with the same people and we do all this. It's cool. So this is the time now that I get to spread out, I get to do your show. And <laughs> you know, I, I never did this before, like we never collab. So that's that's what I'm about now. But I'm gonna tell you what I see though. Anybody can pretty much do a show with me you got like 10 other people now pulling them same people. Right. And it's like, I like it. I mean, if 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 if, 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 it, if it's stretching you out, do your thing. But it's like, people see what I do, and then they try to piggyback off that. Like, you're not going to do the same show that I do. No, so it's cool, but you can go grab the same people. You ain't going to have the same magic that I do, because what we do over here is so different. And it's yeah. like, I see the same people and it's like, damn, did I do a remix of my show? Because you getting the same people the next week after me, and after me it's the same people. i like, come on, now. We, yeah. I think, you know what I think the podcast world lacks? Originality right now. right? I don't think anybody's really doing anything original. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, like, for instance, take the Dave Chappelle shit. When I tell y'all I listen to over 100 shows a week, yeah, 75 of them shows that i listened to in that one week was about dave chappelle Had dave chappelle and it's like we gotta mix this up man right. like that's why i waited i waited like three weeks to drop my dave chappelle because i felt like it's colluded we, we yeah know, we all talking
1: we, about the same thing yeah 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 and
0: this is why i like shows like yours because you, you don't really you know stick to one thing so i think that's the beauty of shows like mine, shows like yours and a few others you know we we want to be original it's a million so if i listen to a hundred just imagine how many more that i haven't heard was talking about the same thing so it's like we gotta bring that originality back you know i that's that's what i feel like we have to start having our own minds again and when i was doing the podcast awards um it was supposed to be done in January, but the website is not finished. So I had to push it back. But the thing about it is there was another podcast awards that just happened a few months back and to me, me personally, this mm-hmm. is not, uh, other people's opinion, this is mine's. I felt like it was a money grab. I felt like you are charging these podcasts $35 per category. They, uh, mm-hmm. submit to, mm-hmm. okay. And then you're only choosing three or four, you know, really? and it's not that's that's really not, not. I felt like it was a money grab because no shade to the ones that they were picking, but it was like, you know, this is the best you have to offer for this category, like, no shade. But at the same time, I got to keep it real. I know a bunch of dope podcasters that submitted to this shit, and they weren't selected. And it, and it felt like a slap in the face because I submitted to something. And then the, the, the people that were in that category, I was hating like, come on, man. These people are not better than me. Stop it. Right. So what that did was made me go even harder. Like, all right this this who y'all think better than me cool i'm gonna take all their heads off one by one and that's how i felt you know i carried that mentality for the longest like i didn't get mad at the other podcast i got mad at even wanting to know who the hell was picking these shows because some of these some of these categories it was three or four people getting picked for the same categories and i'm like come on now
1: come on now. yeah me personally um i don't submit to any of the podcast awards
0: because i feel like the minute you asking for my money it becomes a business see, and I see that's that's the thing with me see with me it is a cost but mine's is one dollar right dollar $1 per category submission it's not no ridiculous ass 35 dollars. it's a win-win for you and me right. and, and most of the most of the uh the submission money is going for trophies because i'm giving right. out real trophies
1: I'm for me real trophies. i'm not for me talent is talent and if somebody's not talented it. and they got it and they're putting together a well put together show their intro is tight they're having their segments they're putting in their commercials if they want to put commercials exactly. they're bouncing off the energy is good you walk away going damn that was seamless i felt like i was in the room then they did their job i don't think I think there's two to too. I think some people they're telling you to pay to join. I seen one where it was like fifteen hundred dollars, and I'm like, I what? know my show is tight. But I'm not getting my fifteen hundred dollars to $1, enter. 1500 dollars for what?
0: What? What? To what did enter, that fifteen come with?
1: It's I don't know. Just to enter into the the you know whatever the category is to be <laughs> thought of, and I was like, I'm not paying for you to validate who I am. 1500
0: dollars gilly and wallow and joe budden and fat joe better be listening to my shit personally exactly and then
1: i've seen other people do them and this is also great but it it was more of a popularity contest like okay we're gonna vote but we vote online and so now it's a popularity contest because you know who can get the most people to go and vote right now and i was i think that's dope in a sense but i also felt like well damn all my people is between 35 and 44 and they all got full-time jobs ain't nobody right. all on the internet right now yeah, you, <laughs> you, know see, I
0: mean? you see you see mines is different what i'm gonna do as far as uh, judging i'm gonna take 10 people that have absolutely right. no time i'm not a judge right like a panel. i'm not a judge at all i'm gonna take 10 people that have absolutely no ties to nobody they going to listen they going to give day picks it's going to be three things that's going to happen the first round is going to be they're going to listen they're going to pick the finalists then when they pick the finalists they're going to listen again then you're going to pick from those finalists cuz i think it's going to be it's going to be a lot of finalists you're going to pick the best maybe 7 or 8 so it's gonna be two two tiers to it. Like you're gonna have two different winners for this category and two different things. Because the way I see it is you can't put just relationships, a relationship podcast in a in a in a box by itself. It's you gotta, right. you gotta layer that down. What kind of relationships are we talking about? So the way I see it is I'm I I see the popularity. I'm not doing the popularity. My thing is uh because if i'm i'm already doing the top 50 and i get so much flack for that and it's like you know that's, when a, I lot first, 50?
1: When I that's a lot too
0: 50 when i first listen when i first started doing the top 50 it was people in my inbox okay who the hell make you qualified to judge my show ooh, ooh. right and then by week five it was yo here's the link to my show check my show out i want to i want to i want to i want to make this list i want to see right. what it is so then by week 10 it was like yo we are tuned in we finna see what's to it everybody's hit me like yo what was my spot this week what was my spot i gotta work hard i gotta so it started right. to be like a real thing and, and, and i felt like yo we got something so let's run with that let's do the awards let's run with it and i think that's what it is me i love the podcast game I do. Thanks. I believe people, you know, this is a thankless it's a thankless uh, situation. They don't thank podcasters like that because mm-hmm. they, they really feel like, you know, everybody has a voice and they're scared of that. They don't want everybody to have a voice. And I think the beauty of it is is you have to have a voice in this world because we are the voices. We say the right. stuff podcast is all over. We say the things that the world doesn't want us to say, they don't want us to have an opinion. They don't want us to have our own thoughts. So when I get behind this mic, I feel like you can't touch me. You can't right. Stop me. right. I can say what I want. I can't go to my job and say what I want. Cause I get fired. I can't go in church and say what I want. Cause they'll kick me out. I can't go in public and really, really say the things I say, because you know, they'll, they'll boot you out. They'll outcast. You on this mic i feel like can't nobody touch me can't nobody stop me you should feel like that the mother people out there should feel this is my domain this right. is my house i i can say what i want and feel good about it now you're gonna now you might not necessarily agree with what i say and that's okay but at mm-hmm. the end of the day my voice is my voice my voice can help somebody out here who's going through something like on my show i talk about everything i talk about marriage i talk about relationships i talk about sex i talk about money i talk about culture these are things that i have witnessed that i have seen i can't go tell your story because i never lived it so i think that's what it is man we do this shit for fun Mm -hmm. but at the same time all the money that you invest into it all the Can we talk about it? All the equipment you gotta buy.
1: Can we all the talk hours you
0: it? editing. All the guests you gotta find. All the promo. Like This shit is a full-time job. Like It's a it's job. Not, it's, to them, it's great. It's, it's play to the people that don't yeah, understand. Yeah, because they're me. like,
1: oh, it's just an hour of your time. And you're like, nah, bro. It took me how many hours to get to this show that you get at the end of the week?
0: Man, man. My rodcaster Pro was six hundred dollars. I got you know, one. You know, That's my baby. You know, man, you know, oh my that, god, that, I love that, it. And it's like, it's like, you know, they giving us more freedom and they giving us more opportunities to make money. You know, Spotify. Now we, now you post the videos on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, and your videos count towards your plays. I'm like, wow, this is they they really changing it up for us. So it's like, we got to just take advantage of it. But when I hate when people say, yeah, you're doing your little podcast. I see what you're doing. No, brother, this ain't no little nothing. Like y'all don't understand how much money it take, how much time it costs, you know. But... Yeah, no,
1: I know. No, trust me, I know. <laughs> I yeah. know this is my baby, and I take it very seriously. Um, but with that said, do you feel like the market is oversaturated? Because sometimes I have days where I'm like, "Yo, Karen, you doing a thing? You bitch, you doing a good job, right?" I yeah. have those days, yeah. you know. Or when somebody mm-hmm. sends me a message and it's just like, "Yo, Kay, you're dope. Mm-hmm. I listen to the show." Like those things matter to me. And then there's other days where I just be like the fuck am i doing man like what am i doing why haven't this why haven't i got where i need to be yet so do you ever feel like the market is oversaturated yes. or do you feel like at some point them people are just gonna and then with covid i feel like the if you were in the podcast game before pre-covid it was a different community to yep. me and then I'm when covid hit it was like, oh, we all home? We don't got nothing to do? I got an iPhone. I got a mic. You know what I mean? I got my best friend.
0: I'm a and tell you, it went from... I fell out of love with the podcast game. Really? I, I just got my spark back for it because I'm going to tell you, um, I've been doing it for three years. I have dropped an episode every week for the last year and a half. I haven't took a break. I don't take... You know, my seasons when they start the next week they start back up. I don't take mm-hmm. break. But then I fell out of love with it because it was no longer, you know, my safe zone. Because right. when I saw the community, everybody was dissing each other, everybody sneak dissing. Uh like I said earlier, everybody talking about the same thing. It wasn't no passion in it. I felt like a lot of people were doing it just to get rich and they mm-hmm. wasn't doing it. I mean, yes, we all want to get money for what we do. Yeah, but you can't come through the door thinking you're going to get paid for this shit. And boom, that's it. No, yeah. I think I fell out of love with it, man, because I got frustrated. I felt like, um, honestly, I walk around with an S on my chest. Like, I feel like I'm one of the dopest that I ever did with this podcast shit. Right. And then I see people around who don't take it as serious as I do. They don't, they don't have the love and the vibe for it as I did. And kind of hurt my spirit. Like, you know, so I had my anniversary and my birthday come up in the same weekend. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna take a break because I'm just not feeling it. Mm. And I did, I did that. I took a break from November 19th to like December 5th. I took a break, like no recording. I wasn't doing lives when you know i'm very active on social media i was real quiet i make my little men post like you and mm-hmm. then i gone about my day i wasn't doing nothing podcast related and uh it was like damn i don't i don't want to do this shit no more and i was like guys. Right. so then when i took my break and i relaxed i was in the background i was watching everybody in the background and i was like oh man this this podcast game need me i had <laughs> enough of this break shit let me let me get back to it because it was like people started inboxing me like damn you i right? you cool right you that you and black. then it was like it's like i'm good it's just i had to get that spark back so right. yeah at times i do think it's saturated because again i don't think a lot of these people are real podcasters I don't think they really have what it takes and again this is not shade this is me simply stating facts people out here don't take this shit serious they think it's just as simple as picking up a mic and press record no Mm -hmm. this shit to some this is a full-time job this is life for me this is therapy i get on here because i fight the world every damn day so this is me expressing what i feel and hoping one day it'll reach out and one day I'll be able to touch the world on on a bigger scale. So yes, the saturation is because I don't. And and the thing about it is, like you said, people got iPhones and they got they got you know they best friends and they feel like they podcasters and that's cool. Y'all got to start from somewhere, but I just think the authenticity of a of a podcast got to come from the heart if it doesn't come from the heart i really don't tend to listen to it like um one thing about me i, I treat this like i do music when i listen to music i want to hear you i want to hear your real story so mm-hmm. you know rick ross I, I felt like rick ross was was the dude when he came out but then when i found out what rick ross was really out here doing and he wasn't really pushing the weight and getting the birds and he was a CO and all that. It was like, I don't really want to right. listen to Rick Ross no more. I feel like you lie, but I, I get it. A lot of rappers lie. Yeah, so well, like, they sell the they sell a brand. Yeah. So in the podcast world, I don't want to hear you lie. I want to hear you, I wanna hear your story. Like, and 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 that's just how I feel. So yes, I think originality is not there. Uh, pre-COVID I had just got started pre-COVID like mm. I wasn't even fully in the game pre-COVID but then COVID fucked up a lot of my plans I was going to open up this, I was going to open up, me up a studio and then COVID shut that down I couldn't make trips back and forth to Chicago like I used to because that's where my other co-hosts are they're in Chicago okay. so COVID, COVID did a lot for me I'll tell you some of the things COVID did for me. One, COVID allowed me to spend more time with my children. It used to be i travel every two weeks to go see them and then COVID hit and then it changed how people can travel and move. And then when the school shut down, you know, I was able to get my kids for weeks at a time. I was able to get them and spend more time with them during COVID. So that's the one good thing about COVID. COVID also taught me Take the time and brand yourself, and and you know, instead of paying people, I was paying people for design my cover art and my logos and my edit my videos and all this. COVID taught me to go to YouTube University <laughs> and learn how to do this shit on my own because in this game you're gonna have to spend money, true enough. Right. But if you can, you can, you can knock down some of the costs if you know how to do some of this stuff yourself. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say I know everything, but I know a good point of it because I took the time to study and I'm still learning. I'm still studying. So yeah, COVID taught me and then you know the Zoom, Stream Yard, they they mm-hmm. they racked up on us because yeah this was the way to keep in tune with your people and do things like this. So yeah, um but I know next year I said next year, next year my year. I'm 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 traveling yeah.
1: 2022?
0: Yeah, instead of instead of doing stream yards, I'm showing up to people shows in person. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's, that's gonna be my thing. That was I said once a month, next month, I'm traveling. Yeah. I got a new I got a new concept on how I'm gonna do my show. Um season nine is gonna be crazy because I'm in season eight right now. How season long are your seasons? Honestly, they go about how I feel okay they they could be 10 episodes they could be 20 episodes i never try to go more than 30. okay i always try but now what i want to do is i'm thinking i'm just gonna do like how they do on netflix i'm just gonna release all my episodes at one time and call it a day so i'm i think i think that's the move i'm gonna go with oh wow somebody gonna hear this and they're gonna use it and that's cool Whatever, but I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm gonna do maybe drop like the whole series, maybe like 10, 10, 10 episodes and just boom, just drop it all at once. So now, yeah, you're getting... and the reason I feel like I could do that because I don't really talk about current events like that, I don't really talk There's about.
1: I don't talk about current events. Yeah,
0: I don't really talk about celebrity. I mean, I I talk about it if it's, if it's too juicy to pass up, but a lot of my topics just be about everyday shit, you know, everyday relationships. So I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm working on that. I'm working it out, like, because again, I'm trying to save time and how much, cause this shit draining every week, every week. So I started time yes, management. Time management is key so i started doing my episodes now i got like 10 episodes in the chamber they already scheduled they ready to come out each week i ain't gotta you know do anything so it helps time management helps you know because now you knock off maybe seven or eight hours a week editing and doing all that so what it is is i set aside a day and i edit like two or three episodes on that day I match them and get them all together. That way, they already done, so I ain't gotta Mm -hmm. do it. And then they're good to go. Instead of, you know, but yeah, it's it's a crazy thing right now. What do you think about it? Do you think, uh, podcasting is is every? It used to be everybody wanted to be a rapper or a singer.
1: I think uh, everybody. everybody and their mama
0: all of a sudden
1: wanted to be a podcaster. Yep. Um, so, yeah, sometimes I do think it's oversaturated in the sense that we, because it's so accessible to so many people and some people are like, oh, God, well, you just need your phone. Granted, we don't, you and I don't use that, right? But some people are oh, I just need my phone and I'm going to just get my girls together and we're just going to sort of, or I'm going to get my guys together. And so for some people... Because it's so accessible, which is a wonderful thing, because it made me learn how to do it. It also has now opened up the market to so many more people because of it. Um, And I think that some people don't take it as serious. Um, And I think that the people that don't take it as serious will eventually like fizzle out. I think they'll phase out. I think they'll fizzle out. I think they'll be like, all right, I got to go back to work after COVID or there's too much work or I'm tired now or there's nothing left to talk about. And it will fizzle out. I think the people that were here before, I think the people that are committed, I think the people who understand that it's not just... Um, let me just sit here and record a conversation but put a whole entire show together and produce a show there's a difference between i'm gonna record a conversation with my friends and sitting down and producing a whole entire show um from beginning to end it doesn't it's not the same thing you know people be yeah. like oh but it's easy and i'm like it's not the same thing like like you were just talking about time management all of my Audio in my laptop and on my desktop already is set up with my with with all of my I If I should show you guys one day when I do potting and popping I have all my tracks set So my intros on a track my interviews on a track my ad-libs are on a track my under background music My bed is on a track. Uh, my master is on a track So I already have everything set up that when we finish this interview. I just drop it into to everything I could edit it in, in probably like 10, 15 minutes and I put my intro, my outro, everything's already set up. My same thing, I'm moving to YouTube now. So, because at first I didn't want a visual cause I just was like, honestly, I didn't, I didn't do a visual at first because I wanted the show to be able to stand on its own without people Thanks. seeing. Mm-hmm. right and as a woman some days I, this is how i look regular but i understand as a woman you can get all dolled up and makeup and lipstick and look sexy and i didn't want that i intentionally didn't want that my logo for my podcast did not have my face in it and that was by choice um the original logo that you see does not have my face on it um because i wanted the show to stand on its own without anybody seeing me without anybody knowing who i was i wanted the show to be able to stand on its own and so um I'm going to uh, uh, YouTube now and it's the same thing. Like I'm editing myself, everything is set up. So I feel like the people that take it serious are gonna push through. And I feel like the people who it's just something where they're they're like dibble and dabbling and it's just a hobby or whatever, I think eventually it will fizzle out. It will fizzle out for them. That's, That's my thoughts on that. I do think that COVID has changed the podcasting game. Um, I was, I like you prior to COVID was getting in the car and driving to interviews and interviewing people in my car and, you know, showing up in places like, yo, I got to get this interview. Like I was some kind of journalist or reporter or whatever. And then when COVID hit, it was like, all right, well, how do we keep going? And then it was like, like you said, looking at resources that were available to be like, all right, we need to keep doing this. The, The beautiful thing about COVID is that. You could be in another state now, and I could be in another state, and we could sit here and we could have a conversation like this. Where, in the beginning, you know, a year or two years ago, I'd have been like, No, how am I going to do an interview with you? Like, you're not in New York, I'm not going somewhere else. So, I think it has opened up the world. You know to ha- i've had conversations with people in london you know what i mean right. so i think to be able to have those conversations now and to have those people on your show and kind of get more reach um was kind of dope and that's really one of the things that i did learn from COVID. but your time management as a podcaster is is critical it's yes. it's crucial um it's pretty much running your everyday life, you know, the kids, your job, your house, your car, your rent, your bills, your food, and doing all that stuff you normally have to do and laundry and then working a full-time job and then coming home and working for yourself. I think that's what people don't understand about it. Like if it's, if you're not putting that work in, it's going to show, it's going to show in your brand, it's going to show in your product and it's going to show in your end result, you know, and you know, you got to figure out who you want to be and how you want to tell your story and what message you want to give. And I think a lot of people don't do that. They just say, "Okay, I'm gonna do it," and they're not really thinking about like how I'm telling the story or representing what it is that
0: I want to say. Exactly, and I think I think that's what it is too. A lot of it'd be a lot of ass kissing going on. Like a lot of people be scared to really say what's on their mind because they want to appease everybody. I've never been one of them. I've never been one of them. Like don't don't try to water down my brand to please sponsors and everything else i I honestly don't do it for the sponsors like i can sponsor my own shit you know but at the same time you know when you open up the doors and let them type of people in your show is no longer your show right like once you start trying to suit and fit for them it's no longer you and it's no longer fun so i had already made up in my mind like oh i'm gonna do my show how i want to and anybody that wants to talk to me because i've had a couple of meetings anybody that wants to talk to me about my show you have to understand through the door that this is my show i'm not gonna change i'm not gonna water it down you're not gonna tell me how to do no no none of that like if you want to promote in in sponsor my show you have to understand it's my vision because if that's the case then you know why why am i doing this i wanted to be able to do what i wanted to do for me right you know i'm I'm not gonna sell out to benefit nobody
1: yeah i don't have that i don't think that should even be a question with sponsors but i think sometimes people think whatever sponsor comes along i have to take it right and it's okay in this business and it's okay if you're confident enough in who you are to be like because i've done this and people have been mad at me but that doesn't fit with my brand that doesn't fit with my show that doesn't fit with my listeners and it doesn't mean that what you have is not good it doesn't mean it's not a good product it doesn't mean it's not a good opportunity it doesn't mean that you can't like i don't like your product it just means is this the best thing for my show. Is this the best thing for my show? Is this the best thing for my brand? And it might not always fit. There's people right now just letting anybody and everybody on their show. There's people right now who are just like, any sponsor that comes along, I'm gonna take it. I have a podcast that's about relationships and sex. Why are you on here selling bread? You you understand what I'm saying? Like that don't fit my brand, that don't fit my listeners. That's not what they wanna hear right now. So it should be in line somewhat with who your target audience is um, and make it make sense. Otherwise, don't do it. You don't have to say yes to everything.
0: We don't make our show for other podcasters. Right. That, that's what people people get lost in too. Like, I don't make my show for other podcasters. Yes, I love the support. I love that you listen, but uh I don't make my show for you. You are not my base and I shouldn't yes. be your base you know yes we are podcasters we're going to support i support everybody If right. it was dope i'm gonna tell you shit is dope but i don't go sit in the booth and be like oh, okay let me think what would they want to hear no mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't i don't make it for other podcasters and i, I don't and honestly you know i see it and i'll be like why do you care about what the next podcaster think at the end of the day that's like That's like me. One thing about me is management came around for me and they would be talking all these good ideas and it'd be like, yo, I'm basically doing this shit that you're telling me, I'm doing it myself. So I feel like if you can't give me something more than what I can do for me, it's not gonna be a good fit. Cause I'm very, very hands-on with my show. I mean, this is my project, this is my baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm very, very hands-on about it. When it come to it i'm all i'm always open for business but the business has to make sense and sometimes it ain't even about the money i don't even care about the money i mean you know i'm i'm I, we love money but all money ain't good money that's know? right and that's I right can't say yes to you just because you throwing a bunch of money in front of me that's how a lot of these rappers and shit end up where they are because all they see is money
1: yeah um and like you said money all money ain't good money and if it's gonna take away your creative control over what you're doing then is that a deal you wanna make with the devil cause that's what you're doing like alright I'm gonna dance with the devil cause this is what I this is what it's gonna pay me and the reality is is that sometimes it's not worth it
0: facts and that's and that's the thing like we aren't I'm not I'm not, I'm not doing it for for nothing more than for the love of it right I feel like once I lose my love completely like artists artists as artists we do have the moments where we lose love for things and it's just like relationships you lose love for them and you are ready to move on and find a new challenge so that's why I got so many other projects because it's like I want to do podcasts and I love it but I'm a mixed bag you got to you gotta see see gonna from like, wow. going <laughs>
1: yeah
0: like yeah my, my brand is a little bit different like we do we do different things i want to touch bases and do all the things that i love i love music so let's mm-hmm. let's get a show about music i love sports let's get a show about sports i love wrestling i love relationships i love sex i got nine kids hey so let's talk about all of this right why why put yourself in a box and just say well hey we're gonna just be a podcast about love no you could talk about a bunch of things because you know why the field as much as the podcast field is saturated the listening field is
1: well yeah you can listen to it much you want um when my podcast came out a lot of people don't know this when my podcast came out and I originally dropped my idea it was going to be a podcast about everything and it was gonna have music I've had a couple hip-hop people on here all that kind of stuff and then um this past summer I actually took some time off and I was like I need to take I took off July and August and I was because like, I'm a teacher anyway so i was like let me take the summer off and at that point i had i was booking so many guests that i had an arsenal of content just sitting there you know what i mean i literally i remember one night i have a 12 year old son i have three kids but i have a 12 year old son that lives with me my other kids are grown and I, w- I remember one night my son coming to me and be like mom can you take me out today like and i was like no not today and he was like, what about tomorrow and i was like no not tomorrow He was like well what about thursday and i was like no not that. like i literally had people nice. every single day nice. booked in to the point where i was just like yo i i can't do this to him i can't do this nice. to him like i gotta restructure how this is looking and how this is feeling because every single day i was working and i was in grad school at the time so i was working i was in grad school and then i was running to the computer in the studio in the I built a studio in the, in the closet and um and recording every single night and i was like yo i can't do this to him um So I took the time off and I really took the time off to recuperate and just feel re-energized. But more importantly, I had to think about the direction that my show was going. Um the save Loud originally came out and like i said it was saying all the things that people are afraid to say saying it loud using my platform to give people a voice pulling other people up and that was originally how it came out but i tend to talk a lot about relationships and sex and at some point the show just took on a life of its own and it became like a relationship sex podcast and i had to step away for a minute and really decide is this the direction that i wanted to go with my show like is this what i want to be is this the brand that i'm i'm you know is this what i manifested is this the really the direction i wanted to go and then um i came back and i was like if this is what the people want then this is what i'm gonna do
0: speaking and- of sex i just mm-hmm. want to say for my fellas when we when and my ladies when we uh when we when we want to come back and spin the block and get you ladies we we expect that vagina to be parked we don't expect it to be driving around and seeing the cop on on several different blocks we, we call <laughs> we want the park vagina park it and wait for us to return okay so you
1: want us to park or put it in neutral which one no no we want it parked like keys park. it's just it's just us be sitting there waiting
0: yeah just wait and and we promise y'all when we come back it's gonna be worth it we just is gotta go out here in the world and see, and soil our royal oats.
1: Okay, so wait, wait, hold on, 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 hold on. So you want me to sit in park and wait in the car outside in the park car till you circle back two, three, four times and come back? Bingo. Is it you crack?
0: Park pussy. That's what we is call it, it.
1: Is it crack you smoking? <laughs> is it? Cause maybe you saying. could've. Got- believe that when I was 20 years old I might have bought that shit cause I've been a weak bitch I you might keep your body
0: count down though at you
1: 43 years old I would be like Mr. Man Mr. Man's if you don't decide if you wanna circle this block or not, this car not gonna be here when you come back.
0: We gotta look for a parking space.
1: Oh, you, you better pull up. You better pull up because I'm not finna just be sitting here till you come back. I'm I, listen, I sister got a couple gray hairs, like I ain't got time for that.
0: We, got, we gotta that. we gotta we gotta find a parking spot. You know what I'm saying? You wanna keep nobody, your body count low. gonna keep their body
1: count low by lying and going to their ex.
0: Nobody put their tables and chairs and stuff in the parking spot and held it for us. Listen, so,
1: listen. <laughs> I will not be waiting. Like I said, if if I was twenty-some years old, I I might you might could convince me of that shit. But now at forty-three, psh, listen. I don't have it. I listen. We don't have time for that. The the plane tickets booked. You roll it or not?
0: Nah? As a saying, long as I owe you, you will never be broke. You know what I'm saying so as long as you know Mm -hmm. this penis is coming home to you no no tomorrow next week eventually well listen uh,
1: now i i i feel like that works with some women some women because there's women listening, going no 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 bitch you you know it works on you 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 do you do be honest with yourself but there's also other women like me that are like when you figure it out let me know but in the meantime I'm gonna be cruising around the block too. No, we don't
0: need. See, that's that's where the miscommunication comes in. Then. No, no, I heard you. I heard we don't you. don't need y'all spinning the block. We gotta protect y'all. You know, we gotta protect.
1: But like, how long is how variety. long is a woman supposed to wait for you to figure it out? Like, I'm just supposed to be single, not go on no dates, not do nothing till you figure that out?
0: It depends on how the relationship ended. If it ended, you know, on 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 good terms, it just didn't work out. We expect y'all to wait in about six, seven months.
1: Bro, maybe. I'll be dead by then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not waiting no six, seven but months. Now, if a relationship ends weeks. bad, seven I noticed weeks. that
0: women and dudes be on the next ride the same day like or okay so
1: I, I, two ways it, about this. I feel like if a woman or a man is on the next ride the same day that that person that was at the lurking that,
0: i was just gonna ask you that because women when women do it i know why men do it we do it to to there's a saying to get over some vagina you gotta get some vagina
1: well to get over some dick you gotta get on this you gotta get but on something
0: that, that lets me know that that dick been that dick have been around because again women are more emotional this is true. So that dick been around, and you they they, they I mean they, they, been they women the have a list. Women may not cheat, but they have a list. That dick guys. been circling
1: the block, and it pulled up, and you kept yeah. going. So you know I'm gonna jump out this ride, get on that ride because that one is the
0: guys that's waiting on yes. the bench. They got yes. they got the bench, and they yes. ready. All right, your number is up. It's time to get in the game. Yes. You hurt yeah. filed out.
1: Please listen, but, you don't even understand
0: you and don't see, that's, that's the problem like but, but how like,
1: is that a problem
0: we need i don't you think to that's part, a problem we need you to part the vagina okay and, but and, why and, though and in the fairness in the fairness of that when we out here slanging we're not even thinking about them we're not even thinking about about who we slang. we're thinking about you in the, in the, no because if you was
1: thinking about me you'd be slaying thinking that over here you wouldn't be over there oh you know what i'm saying like if you was really thinking about me you'd be over here we'd be on the balcony you're over there what do you want me to do with that i can't do nothing with that i don't have the patience for that i
0: don't have the patience i'm not waiting for nothing and when he come back he expect everything to be exactly how he left it well, you know I hope that whatever, there. he must
1: have been watching WandaVision or something like that. I don't know because everything ain't the way he left it over here. Like I'm gonna just leave for 10 years and come back. No, bitch. it's like my titties just sagging. I got gray hair and, um, yeah, I got some we mileage. That you music soul, them. child
0: shit. We'll love you till your hair turns gray. Okay. But then you won't, if, if that was age. the
1: case, then why are you over there slinging anything over there? I just don't get I it. Think,
0: I think it's more of a confidence thing for guys. Oh, so man. guys, guys get in relationships and they feel like they missing something in the world. They missing something. So sometimes temptation to lurk his head around. Hey, you still happy in that relationship? That vagina still good to you? Oh, it's not? Come on out here, we got, we got- I virgin.
1: feel like Come it's not there. even if it's not, it's just like, you want to have some fun? you know you want to have some fun because i feel like there's nothing wrong with it it was fine all along it's just like you want to have some fun the devil's just like you want to have some fun <laughs>
0: you, you know the crazy thing about it with me was i would tend to go deal with women that like women because I ain't
1: gotta maybe cheat. that's your safe space i ain't gotta cheat like yeah so like. yeah so you did that because it's a safe space for you yeah. you know that like well, she ain't gonna be with no other nigga so <laughs> you, know, like,
0: you know i, you know, I, I never okay and here's, the thing, here's the thing i never get intimidated by another woman i never get intimidated by another dude either but i feel like um but you're not intimidated
1: when, by another woman because you know what that other woman gives you can't give and you're confident in what you can give that's what I'm not that intimidated
0: is. by these dudes either but i think i think sometimes you have to you have to look because I feel like yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you can't get too comfortable, and that's that's what I see a lot of too. These dudes out here be getting super comfortable, and they feel, oh man, that's my woman. She gonna do whatever. If I leave right now, she gonna park that pussy and woo woo. What oh, the hell? She ain't pussy. not if she God. listen to my podcast.
1: <laughs> you
0: no, know the hell she saying. ain't. She come around, she come around and meet somebody like me, like like not me, but somebody like me. Oh, bro, you might as well go ahead and get ready pack your shit because these dudes out here, they got something to prove, especially in the breakup phase. If they know that they've been chasing this woman for three years and she finally becomes single, oh, this is my time, chief. I'm stepping in the game. This is my audition. And by the time you come, you come back thinking you finna get the part, pussy. It's another nigga whose drawers is hanging in the bathroom shower rack. That's right. Now
1: he was outside washing my like... car, butt ass nigga. <laughs> you playing? You playing games? Like I said, when the girls is like nineteen and twenty and they don't know yeah. no better, that's one thing. The we... yeah. when we get to a certain age, ain't nobody doing that no more. Ain't nobody I... doing that. It's you either you with it or you ain't.
0: This is why I, don't, I I like dealing with older women. I got married to an older woman. I felt like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I felt like how much older? I, uh, she is four years older than me. Five okay. Years older than
1: me okay
0: six one of them anyway the moral of that is i felt like i got tired of the young games i felt like I, I felt like after a while you played them games so much like i have been playing them games since i was 16. so i was like i'm 35 now it's like okay mm-hmm. i'm tired of playing the same dumbass game right and it didn't take me long to realize what i wanted you know what i'm saying i, I met her we got married like eight months after we met so oh, wow that's dope was like because she knew what she wanted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She didn't waste time. And it was like in this day of age in dating, you you pretty much, I'm pretty much not dating to next month I'm in another relationship. And in the next month I'm in another, Right, I'm not, right, I'm right. Not right. It's an investment. That. Yeah, it's an investment. I did that shit. I did that shit. 16 to 33. Had right. seven kids come out of that. And it wow. was like Even though I was with you, and I liked you, and I loved you, I couldn't picture, even with my kids' mothers, one of them I was with for seven years and had three kids, I couldn't picture forever with that because I kept lying, I kept cheating, kept playing games, I kept, you know, I I just didn't give a fuck because I didn't see forever. I I didn't see it, and it was no shame. So I got to ask you as a woman, I got
1: to ask, you as a woman though who is single when because i i'm curious at, at some point i would love to get married again or have a life partner we don't actually have to get married but it'd who be nice single? um i'm gonna
0: tell you these young dudes are not single don't even waste your yeah, no time i just want to
1: know how did you know the difference between i could i couldn't see forever and then here i, I could, was in and i knew the thing, i
0: him. couldn't see forever because he had different goals in life mm-hmm her vision was not my visions and maybe i played a part in that because i I probably wasn't as supportive as i should have been and then you know i started drifting away and doing my own thing so it was like i love you I, i i i love you but if you ask me if we are going to spend forever together i'm gonna tell you i probably don't see it like that Right. You have different goals and different visions. And then a lot of times, dudes stay for the situation they're in.
1: Right. Got the children. Kids. Right. Y'all
0: got kids. Y'all just brought a new house. Y'all name on the lease. He's comfortable. Right. Uh, you know, you're doing everything for him without the ring. Like, look at Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. He ain't way. never getting uh, married. <laughs> and she been around 15, 16 years, dog. Yeah. Like, it's going to be like know, that forever. If you don't know that you ain't gonna marry this woman in 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 his 15, he, know, he know. years,
1: she you know you know he knows that if he wanted to get married, she would marry him. He don't want to, and maybe because of the same thing you said, who knows why? I think women are different from men. Men know when they're gonna marry, not gonna marry a woman or not. Yeah. Men know from the giddy up, like I like her she, she get, get pregnant. pregnant okay she get pregnant she's comfortable she cool she um she
0: clean i can fuck
1: yeah she
0: give me money yeah, she take men care know, me. yeah
1: like men know like this is fun for now um and they got babies with you ladies and all that and still know like mm, yeah i ain't never gonna marry her women on the other hand they don't they don't be knowing that they don't they be thinking every single man is husband it's material
0: yeah every single man first date thinking about marriage thinking about who yeah be, the and groom not every getting.
1: single man is husband material for you it's not
0: that he's not
1: husband material he is he just might not be husband material for you, for you yep. right he's capable of marrying someone and he's capable of being the man that somebody needs he just might not want to be that man to you and I exactly. think that's the difference between men and women. Every man I ask, he he has, I've spoken to so many men and they've been flat out been able to be like, I'm never gonna marry her. And I know that. And women on the other hand think that every single relationship they in gonna lead to marriage.
0: Yeah. And and you nah. know what? I had done so much damage in my life that when it finally hit me on the head that playtime is over with. Get this shit together, you know, I was shocked. I didn't know what the fuck was going on inside. It just happened. Like, this woman changed the scope of everything that I was doing. So it was like. She
1: shifted your thinking.
0: Yeah. She, she, my man's, my man's described it as being hit by lightning. Wow. And it was like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I was like, I usually dodge thunderstorms and shit, but this lightning bolt was one that I couldn't dodge. So it was Uh like, yeah i yeah, love it I, I will get shocked by this lightning bolt again and again because i felt like this is the one like you you pretty much knew when you in relationships it was a lot of my relationships i felt like i had to carry the burden i had to be everything i had to do this mm-hmm. i i was dealing with women that necessarily didn't didn't want me they needed me and then right. i ran into somebody that didn't need me because they had their own, but they wanted me. So that was the difference. And that's why I couldn't see forever. Because it was like, okay, you already feel like, you know, you can get anybody you want. You need me because I'm here. You need me because I'm taking care of the kids. You need me because I'm doing my job as a father. I'm paying the bills. I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping, I'm keeping you right. Nails done, head done, all that shit. I'm doing all that shit for you. You need that shit. You don't necessarily right. want me because any dude you feel like you can Could walk outside do this door and any dude can do that so you don't necessarily uh i'm just the simp for you at the time and then oh, yeah. it was like okay now it's time to necessarily find somebody who wants me and that's all guys we want some dudes don't know how to necessarily handle being wanted because they've been used and played so many times i was like can dude. we
1: talk about that though because
0: yeah go ahead you said something that was really interesting
1: to me and i think we, we need to bring it up for women we need to bring it up for men but we need to bring it up for women as well um do you think that a woman that has her own um looks different and feels different in a relationship versus a woman that is looking for someone to take care of her. Cause I think that's a conversation that we don't have enough. Um, and I have mixed feelings about it because I, I'm one of those women like yeah, I bring a lot to the table. I have a good career. I'm in the union. I got a multiple businesses.
0: It, it feels, it feels super different. Okay. It feels super different, you know? A woman and and I might not be the only dude that feel like this. A woman who has her shit together, vagina feels a whole lot better than a woman who does.
1: <laughs> well, she's very relaxed. <laughs> That's like women.
0: Women tell you ain't shit. Ain't no nigga. reason to fight. Yeah, women feel like ain't shit. Nigga, dick is way better than niggas who got their shit together. I don't know why, but women it's toxic. love. <laughs> Women love toxic ass niggas. So toxic and nicks. <laughs> and trust me, I've been i I was a toxic dude myself. So I know we 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 always get the girl we I can't hear I go saying we. Back then we always got the girl because we didn't give a fuck. Right. Yeah, but that's a. I
1: think women got to deal with that on a whole because that's like you walking around looking for men that are toxic means that you're toxic. So you're attracted to something that you know that's not healthy for you. Y'all need to work that out. Whatever your mama issues, daddy issues, your instinct. you don't want a nice guy guy. because you're used to not being treated nice. Then when somebody treats you nice, you're trying to punk him and say he's soft and all this bullshit (laughs) because you're just so used to everybody abusing you. That's unhealthy. Go get therapy, deal with that because you're going to continue to find the same type of person because that's the person you are it's a reflection you can't be like oh this dude toxic you beat him up Sis, you crazy you toxic you need to go work that out and i think a lot of people don't take any responsibility for that and then be wondering why their relationships don't work like yo you you you're going after the person who you know is not good for you in a relationship that you know it's not good for you. But that's where you want to be. And that's great. Like I said, when you're 19 and you're 20 and you don't know no better. But when you 35 and you 40, you can't be acting like this. We grow Anyway, back to women having their shit together. So you feel that women that, that have something to bring to the table treat their relationships and their partner differently.
0: I do. I feel like a lot of times women with their shit together have uh have less of a worry see guys i used to be the man that 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 felt like i needed you you needed me and as long as you needed me i had you right you know, i can get the park pussy i don't give a fuck if it's 5 a.m in the morning if i say i'm coming right I'm coming right. but where as opposed to when you are dealing with a woman who is like that Um, who has her shit together, who necessarily doesn't have to answer the call for you at 5 a.m., you feel different. You feel different. You feel good. I mean, I'ma tell you, I felt good getting uh treatment and attention that I normally would be the one giving out. It made me feel different. You know, it made me feel like, oh, I am valued. I am appreciated out here in these streets because I knew gimme, gimme, gimme. You know what I'm saying? I knew, gimme, gimme, gimme. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, here, 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 this is for you. Take this. I did this for you. I brought this for you. I made this for you. I cooked this for you. Like, I wasn't getting that. So, right. of course, it makes you feel like a king. It may, and, and ladies, too. When you get things that you, ladies, because I know a lot of ladies that are out here taking care of bum-ass niggas. And then they finally run across somebody that takes care of them for a change it's a different mm-hmm. feeling now right. you want to invest you want to do things you've never did you want to go out you want to hit the town you want to go on trips you want to build you want to go put your name on a lease or put your name on a car note or something you want to do those things because you know that this person has your back it's going to be reciprocated you you right. want those things so i think yes absolutely i feel like i'm gonna treat you better if you treat me right you know what i'm saying and 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 to me that's that's what happened like in the eight months i knew like okay look i don't want nobody else like this woman does everything she does everything for me she runs the house she takes care of me she makes sure the kids are straight anybody that can take on somebody with seven kids oh man congratulations you you Mm -hmm. you better take advantage and treat them right and to me that was the biggest thing for me because i knew that i came with a lot and usually when you tell people that oh i got seven kids they they run because they feel like the more kids you have the less money that you have to spend on them the less money you have to date so a lot of people got scared and intimidated by that she didn't so that was the beauty of it like yeah this woman here i've seen this woman stand in the fire with me and I like it so as long hey. as you're out here doing me right and treating me right hell yeah I'm gonna treat you better I'm gonna fuck up sometimes I ain't gonna sit here and lie and say oh man every day is perfect and it's peaches and cream no it's not but I feel like if it's worth it we gonna make it happen we going to change our ways. We're going to do what we're supposed to do. And as men, that's all it takes is for somebody to show us that they you you don't understand as a man. It's the, That's the hardest job in the world is to be no, a man in America right now. Mm-hmm. Especially honestly. a better color. You yeah. forgot that part. <laughs> Facts. So, you know, to find someone that goes through them struggles with you and knows what it's like, you can't, you can't write a better story than that. Right. So you got to take care of that and run with it. And, and, and make sure that, you know, it is dudes out here that will literally kill to have a good woman, to have what a lot of these, these bum ass dudes be having. And it just pissed me off because I be seeing this shit and I be like, yo, <laughs> you gotta do better, my dude. Like, I don't hang around bum ass dudes. Like right. my homies, my brothers, we all are comfortable where we are in life. We have, families we have good women we do what the fuck we're supposed to do and if one of us is falling off it's up to us to hold him accountable let him know bro get this shit together bro like i was just telling my mans yesterday he hit me up like man go get your girl dog but at the same time make sure you're ready before you go darken her doorstep Right. You know what I'm saying? And we have those kind of talks. Yeah, we start the cult, man. You know how we used to be, dog. We used to be in these streets. Man, I'm gonna be I'm, gonna be, I'm going back to the streets and then you gotta be like dog.
1: We too old and for that now. We ain't going
0: backwards, dog. We ain't going back. We, we gotta look back. at what we trying to do now. And right now we got kids, we got families, we trying to get stocks and bonds. We trying to change the world. We ain't trying to go back to the streets. The streets mm-hmm. don't love us. We had our fun out in them streets. Yep. So, absolutely i feel like yeah a lot of dudes get scared but i think once you get to realizing oh man this woman is a good woman she do her thing the sex is good she make time for it. she pay attention she ain't entertaining none of these other dudes because she too busy focused on me a lot of dudes get scared but they look back and be like that's the one i ain't never had this shit that's so genuinely, she don't give a fuck about what I can do for her. So yeah, yeah, that it gets you making make you feel all different inside. Cause normally, like I said, we are living in this day of age where women, yes, as my woman, I'm supposed to make sure you're good. You want your nails done cool. You want your head done cool. I'm supposed to make sure you look good. But what it is is there is more to the table than just making you look good can you make me look good too like can you make me feel good can you be nice appearance wise but in the inside can you make Mm -hmm. me feel good in the inside and that's what it's about with me like can you make me feel good in the inside can you hold me to a higher standard and make sure that i don't fall off because i know me sometimes i do get in my own head i'm i'm my biggest enemy a lot of times i feel Mm -hmm. like because Mm -hmm. I fight my own battles and sometimes I be losing, sometimes I will be winning, but this is where a good, strong woman comes in. At. And a lot of dudes don't appreciate that shit because they've never had it. And a lot of dudes don't grow. A lot of dudes don't care how good of a woman is. I think is. it's
1: the dudes, but I do think it's the women too. Yep. I do. I think that there's a lot of women that feel like, well, he's supposed to take care of me, And I understand that mentality to some extent um but at the same time i also feel like you're supposed to take care of him too and i think we lose out in a lot of that relationship in the give and take part because there's a lot of, you know we have a culture of women out right now where it's just take 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 is we're never celebrating giving we're never celebrating uh-huh. buying nice gifts for a man we're never celebrating i rubbed his back or i cooked him food where oh, we celebrate true. the the taking part well he has to give me money and what does he bring to the table and does he have this 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 and i talk about it on the show all the time because there's women asking men to bring so much to the table and then when you ask sis, what well, she has to contribute not just in the physical sense okay but technically we all the all of us born female have one so what Facts. else you got this <laughs> what That's else you got too.
0: like I be trying to tell people, like, I don't break my necks to go sit at everybody's table. I come visit your table, but you got to understand I got a table of my own. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I feel are like. Are you going to add to it or are
1: you taking away from
0: it? Vagina helps a, a thirsty dude. That helps a thirsty dude uh excel because that's all they really care about for me it was about stability it was about uh where do you see yourself in 10 years what are we doing in 10 years where are we going uh what are we building are we building a foundation full of uh brick or are we building a foundation of clay And I don't want the clay. I don't want the shit that's going to crumble. At least when I know stone, it's going to last a while, you know? So that was the whole difference with me. I got tired of dealing with clay, clay, muddy, muddy relationships. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted something that was going to stick. And, you know, I wanted, if I threw it, it was going to put a dent in the wall. And we over here and we painting and we putting the plaster up and putting it back together. And that's the foundation I wanted. So that's what I that's went out and got. It. Is it that's always dope. that easy? Hell no. I love it. Hell no. I love it. Love it. I, love it. I, love it. I love it.
1: I love it. I love it. I mean, yeah relationships are hard but i think when you know what you want and you find the right person you're gonna put the work in if you gotta put the work in and that's the difference between the ones that work and the ones that don't work that you put the work in and that you understand and that you grow to a place where that's what you want and you're both committed to it and then that's how it and that's how it works when you're on the same page and it and is an evolution process it took you to grow to get to that place you had to be ready you know what I mean? That's not something where you just wake up one day and you're just like, yo, I'm ready to do it. You got to grow into the people days, that we. A lot of
0: days, I, I don't be feeling like I'm ready, but I have to get myself ready because I feel like uh, this is what you signed up for. See, people always think once you say I do, that's the easiest shit. The job, the job is now complete. Fuck no. That job, nope. that's just, that's just the, that was on the job training. Before you mm-hmm. said that I was do easy was part, on the actually. job training. <laughs> The minute you say I do, clock in. It's time to get to work, young chief. Yeah. And you ain't never clocking out. You ain't getting no breaks. You ain't now. Nah, this is this is full on court. Yeah. Like it's real. You gotta really, really work hard. And I think that's what it is too. A lot of people get complacent. They feel like mm-hmm. they get comfortable. They feel like I right, I gotta she with me she in the crib now I can relax and now I ain't got to do shit but you got to understand that you know doing the same shit over and over again and expecting the same results that's the definition of insanity expecting right. different results like if I'm alive she's she gonna still come back she's still gonna come home but one of them days you're gonna lie and you're gonna cheat and she ain't gonna want to come home she's gonna get tired of that shit so right. and dudes too so yeah. it's it's a two way street, man. We gotta. I just love when we come together. Let's take care of each other. Let's cater to each other. Let's spoil each other. Let's let's get lost in each other instead yeah, of it being so. one way street. That's it. How that's do all.
1: you make time for each other with with having nine kids? How do you make time for intimacy?
0: Um, well, right now only two kids are in the house. Okay, but we are. Are they uh, little? They're twins. Yeah, they're uh, okay yeah yeah we uh they're seven so okay um, they're big then they go to bed but summers (laughs) christmas uh spring break shit like that it'd be a zoo but at the same time my oldest is 14 so you know we still i think that's the unique part about it we still make time you know we have to because Mm -hmm. you don't want to get so consumed in work You don't want to get so consumed in raising and dealing with the kids that you feel like this is all you're doing. This is life. this is right. And that's what a lot of people
1: do in their relationships and in their marriage. And then they're like, I don't feel connected or it's boring, or we don't have any fun. And it's like, you don't, and I teach this when I go out and I talk to couples, and I'd say you gotta prioritize the same way exactly. you prioritize getting up in the morning and going to the gym, you know, dropping the kids off, going to your mama's house and doing what she asks you to do. Whatever it is that you prioritize that's important in your life, you need to take that same energy and prioritize the intimacy in your exactly. own relationship. Exactly. You know, and it doesn't necessarily lot- just mean it has to be sex, it just needs to be having that intimacy between the two of you regardless of what's going on outside of that right kids work school the house the cars that's important.
0: important intimacy is more than sex you know um even if it's the little things is watching tv together you know reading a Mm -hmm. book together talking about each other's day together talking about each other's goals together play your mic doesn't always equate to sex. You know, I mean the sex right. those things make the sex better. You know what I'm saying? Those things make the sex better. If you if you are on a deeper personal mental connection, the sex is gonna really, 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 really spark up. Right, it's gonna be hidden. <laughs> yeah, because because now you're in tune. You know what this person wants, they know what you want, and it's gonna be hidden. So, yeah, I think it's intimacy in a relationship, in a marriage, in a friendship, whatever. It's very important. It's different forms of it, though. You just got to know how to navigate and make it happen. With nine kids, we still go out. We still find time to do little things to keep us up. You know, we can't Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. have life. I work 60-some hours a week sometimes. So you got to have, even when I'm tired, I still have to realize in the back of my mind that there are going to be days that this person is going to want to spend time with you and you have to just chalk that shit up because they do it for you on the regular. She she has dealt with nine kids in the house by herself while I have had to work. If Mm -hmm. she don't deserve a trophy or some time or some extra intimacy from that that she normally would get, I don't know what is because I've seen her do it. So I'm all for just making people know that they appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I love it. it. I love it. it. I love it. Well, I'm so glad that I got to have you on Save Loud Podcast. Um, And then we got to chop it up and talk about podcasting and relationships. You know, people on this show love relationships. Um, (laughs) And you got to come back and visit me soon.
0: Whenever. I'm here. I love
1: it. I love it. I love it. Tell everybody where they can find you.
0: Bet the House Podcast is everywhere on YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple Music we are bet the house podcast 2021 and bet the house podcast 2020 on IG and if you want to find everything in one spot just go to alwaysbetthehouse.com
1: yay so alwaysbetthehouse.com yep. bet the house podcast make sure you like love subscribe and tune in and thank you so much again big smash you, you,
0: you, you know already who's in this fish this, in this. Live. Live. live all the way on the Say It Loud Radio Show.